0: Mama, hey, mama, hey, glowing even through the rain. I promise you'll see better days. All you need is a little face. Take my hand and we'll have a dance. Just some laugh with friends and we'll ride into the very end. Welcome back, sister girls, to another episode of the My Sisters' Glow podcast. You guys, we're closing out our trauma series this week, Flu season part four. And I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to it as much as I have enjoyed doing the show because I just love all things trauma, all things faith. So doing this series was truly pleasurable for me. Um, I want to do things a little backwards today. I want to do the Glow Mama before I do the check-in because our check-in is going to lead us right into our main topic. So today's Glow Mama is my personal pick, because we have not received any nominations yet. Like, come on, y'all. Like, what's up? You know, you can nominate yourself, right? Like, even if you don't want to nominate another mom, you can nominate yourself. The link is always in the show notes under the link tree. So my glow mama nomination this week is truly close to my heart. No other person no other woman could be this close to my heart. This week's Glow Mama is my mother, Rochelle Clark. I chose my mommy, and yes, I still call her mommy, because my mom, my entire life, has been the example of what not only a good woman should be, but what a godly woman should be. My mother is a wife of over 20 some years, she's a mother of three adult children. She's a grandmother of two granddaughters and two grandsons and I say this y'all please I got to include this cuz it's my brother here this he gone trip but he my brother has two guinea pigs and those are my my mom's grandsons. So I got to shout out Cookie and I got to shout out Coco. <laughs> so in addition to that she's also an evangelist in our church. She's on the intercessory team. She has her own private um practice TLC counseling. And she is a behavioral health consultant with Children and Families First. So, Mommy, I love you so much. Because of who you are, you have inspired me to always be better. You showed me that I can do everything that I put my mind to as long as I put God first. So, you are our glow mama. Go ahead and get your glow on. All right? So... Check in, guys. We're closing out uh flu season part four today, and thus far, we've talked about defining the flu in the sense of defining trauma. Part two, we talked about accepting the diagnosis, meaning realizing that we have some trauma and we have some hurt and some things that we need to get past, but we're gonna accept where we are so we can move forward. and last week we talked about taking authority of our healing. So if you have not listened to flu season up until this point, stop this episode, go back and catch up, sis, because you're going to want to know all that before we close out today. Trust me. So our main topic, closing out flu season, excuse me, flu season is called Living Healed. So I hope you guys just love it. And thank you guys so much for listening to the series. Let's get into the show. All right. So living healed up to this point, guys, we've talked about how, you know, trauma has impacted our life in some form or another, whether it be our direct experiences or it be the experience of someone close to us that's been passed down through the bloodline. But we've also talked about realizing that it's there, how to move forward and taking authority of our healing. And now that we're taking authority of our healing from this point on, we are going to live healed. And I think that this is so important because a lot of us have been carrying this nonsense for years. And even though we are healed, we sometimes keep ourselves in an unhealed state because honestly, it's comfortable to to keep things the same, right? Like it's, it's, easier to keep those defenses up it's easier to keep the excuses that you used to do I mean that you used to have it's easier to keep those things with you because they're comfortable but you know we've been comparing this to the flu like sis would you continue to portray that you had the flu if you were already healed I mean maybe you would. you would fake it for a day or two because maybe you want to get off of work like <laughs> maybe you stretching out your sick days I don't know but for most of us, if you've had the flu, or if you haven't had the flu, if you've had a severe illness, once you're getting better, you want to get better and get back to it. You're going to be tired of, of being in the bed. You're going to be tired of sleeping all the time. And that's that's how we got to look at our healing. We can't hold on to, well, they did this to me. They did that to me. No, 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 sis. No, no, no. We moving forward. We're going to live healed and we're going to pursue that in pursuing our healing we need there's some things that we have to think about moving forward because yes we've done the work to get healed we we realized those broken places those hurt places and we have you know really done a lot of work to get here and so now it requires us to change so think about this you had the flu and you realized like okay i'm healed i'm over the flu Are you going to return back to the same flu infested environments that infected you the first time? So if you are coming out of cycle of toxic relationships or whether that be romantic relationships, friendships, or just toxic um, patterns altogether, are you going to return back to those same things? Because mind you, this is where the flu came from the first time anyway. That's why you were hurt in the first place. So if you're going to continue to live out your healing, and you're going to continue to live whole, you can't return back to those same environments. Now, I don't mean the actual environment. So if this happened within your family, like obviously you can't get rid of your family members. That's not what I'm telling you. So don't even call uncle so-and-so or aunt so-and-so and be like, you know, he may said I can't talk to you no more because I'm living healed. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is you need to put those boundaries up now because you are choosing to live differently. You're not going to remain the same because you're not the same person. You're not inflicted in, excuse me, infected with this flu anymore, but you're healed and you're holding. You're going to have to move differently, okay? Living healed also requires us to change our attitudes. So being on the defense, being... Um, maybe having that attitude of low self-esteem and no self-worth, we cannot reside that way anymore. Those have to change because those came out of a place of brokenness and that's not who you are anymore. And remind yourself, sis, like we've been doing this trauma series and I know we've been doing a lot of work on the moms, but this is for the betterment of our children. Because when when we repair these cycles, well, it can't get passed down to our kids. When your kids see mom walking around with a positive attitude, her head held high, and even when you come up against conflict, your kid is seeing you, like, handle it in a positive way, you're now teaching your kid new habits and new ways to handle things in a better light. Aside from changing our attitudes, we have to change our language. If you're used to being so negative all the time, maybe you cuss. You know, maybe, maybe you quick to go off the handle of something, go a little, little sideways because we're living healed. We can't do that no more. We we can't do that anymore. It requires us to change. You can't do the healing and then still look sick. No, no, no. You, because if you do that, you did all the work for what? And you have to believe that you were healed aside from changing and, and don't get me wrong, sis. There, as sure as I'm saying this on this podcast, there will be people who will bring up the fact and remind you that you were once this and you were once that. And if you have those people who are constantly reminding you of who you used to be, prove them wrong. You ain't got to tell them nothing. Just allow them to see that you are now somebody who is healed. You're now somebody who is whole. And honestly, if they're reminding you of who you used to be and they can't give you credit for who you are now, you probably don't need them in your circle. That's somebody that shouldn't be in your tribe. they go back to episode number one, find your tribe. If somebody in your tribe that study reminding you of when you were just inflicted with all this trauma, all this pain, and you were coming from a place of hurt and they can't acknowledge you making strides to being different and to being healed, you don't need that in your circle, sis. Like at all. And lastly, you want to be proactive in your healing. Just like in the natural, we get vaccinations. You get, uh, some people get the flu vaccine. I know that that's like a kind of touchy topic. Some people get it. Some people don't. But the fact of the matter is that even if you don't get the flu vaccine, maybe you are carrying Germex in your purse. Maybe you're uh, taking um, vitamins more because it's flu season and you don't want to get sick and, um, Maybe you're making you're you're making sure that you're being more proactive at home, and you have uh, what's it called, y'all? Disinfectant spray. I could not think of that. <laughs> Maybe you spray disinfectant spray, and you let your house air out a little bit because you don't want nobody to get sick. You have to be as equally, if not more, proactive about your mental health, your and your spiritual health, in the same sense. You know, and in the same sense too, when you are just coming out of the flu, although you're healed, your immune system is still weak. So are you then going to go and be around a bunch of sick people? No, because even if you don't get the flu, you won't get sick again. It's the same thing. If you are healing from an addiction, if you're healing from uh, low self-esteem or negative thought patterns or whatever it is, um, maybe you were raped, maybe you are molested, maybe um somebody broke your heart somebody betrayed you you know maybe you you battle with um abandonment and rejection you then cannot subject yourself to those things again because your immune system is weak and even though we're living healed we have to continue to build up our immune system we have to continue to build up our stamina. We have to continue to build up ourselves. And that's when we're taking those practical tools that we talked about all series long of getting a therapist, having an accountability partner, being in your word, praying, fasting. The Word talks about that. Some things just come by praying and fasting alone. If you want to build up your immune system. You want to be stronger. Like That's one of the things that you have to do. You have to believe it and then you have to act on it. So I found a scripture reference, y'all. And like this story, I really liked it. And the scripture reference is John chapter 5, verse 6 through 10. And I'm going to read y'all the scripture, but then I'm going to give y'all the Emase version of how I thought it went down, right? So the scripture says, when Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to get well? The man replied, I have nobody to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. When I'm trying to get in, somebody else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus says, get up, pick up your mat and walk. And at once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and he walked. So, you know, I had to put this in in my mind. I was like, "How? you know, like... If I was this man, I would have probably looked at Jesus like, is you serious? Do I want to be healed? And like everything that you probably gone through, if you've been praying and you've been talking to God and if God replied back to you, do you want to be healed? You will be like, you kidding, right? Like, you know, I've been through this. You know, I've been through that. You know, all the things that I have suffered and endured and you gonna ask me if I want to be healed. Well, see at that point, you know, Jesus want to see where our faith is at. So he asked the dude, like, do you want to be here? And dude is like, I'm telling you my circumstances. And Jesus was like, scratch all that, cause Scratch all that. Get up and walk. And he got up and he walked. So in my mind, I'm like, it had to be his faith that made him whole. Because his circumstances didn't change. That he was still laying by the pool. It didn't say that Jesus, you know, pulled him up and was like, all right, I'm going to help you stand. It didn't say somebody came and, and helped him, you know, get in the pool. That That's not what it said. Jesus straight up asked him, you trying to be good? He was like, uh, yeah, but I can't. And Jesus was like, nah, scratch that. You're good. Then he was good. It's that simple. Sometimes our faith is the thing that is standing in front of us. And when we've been through so many things in our lifetime, y'all, this what limits us from living healed. Furthermore, something that God gave me when I was preparing to do this show was that we work towards healing. And don't get me wrong, I don't mean to contradict myself, so just listen to me carefully, sis. When I say work, I mean, because the Bible does say that faith without works is dead. So, the man at the pool, for example. Had he not been by the pool, perhaps Jesus would have never saw him. So, take it for yourself. Maybe you're going to therapy. Maybe you're praying daily. Maybe you're in your word daily. Maybe you have your accountability partner. Maybe you're journaling and you're fighting for your healing. Listen, that's that's dope. That's great. But your faith has to be activated along with your works or it's dead. It's pointless. Sometimes we working for healing, we working to be better, we want to be better mothers, better wives, better, uh, you know, business owners, or whatever position we're in, we want to be better and we're trying to work towards that. But some stuff we ain't got to work for. When Jesus died on Calvary, it's by his stripes we are healed. He ain't say you gonna be healed. You about to be healed. You finna be healed. It's that by his stripes, we are healed. So that means like, period. Like, you're healed. You're good. You just have to live out your healing now. And like, since that thing get me so hyped though, cause it's like, life be really trying to like buckle down on us, like as mothers and as like women of faith and be really trying to like mess with our minds. But like, no, no, baby. No, we we are strong. We are mothers. We are women of God. And ultimately, we have God before us. So who can stand against us? So sis, wrapping up flu season part four, I want you to just w- continue to live healed from here on out. Even when you slip, when you fall, when you mess up, when you trip up, no, 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 you still healed. It's not to say you're going to be perfect but you are healed. God already did it by his stripes. You are healed. You're not going to be, you are healed. So live through that, sis. You feel me? Okay. So our last segment is our dope healer. Y'all, I butchered that. I meant our hope dealer. (laughs) Y'all. It's been a long day, but I hope the a segment, y'all. So what we're going to do is I want you guys to continue to come into the My Sisters Glow group, continue to send me those, not well, start sending me those nominations. I sent you guys the link tree um, link in the show notes. And also, we are going to be doing some challenges that you want to be a part of. There will be some prizes. There will be some giveaways. So trust me, sis, you want to get in it. Please, 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 if you don't have a therapist or a trusted licensed mental health professional, I want you to find one. Please, I beg of you. As I mentioned earlier, my mother is a is a licensed therapist and, you know, listen, you can contact her if you need her. I'll drop her information in the show notes as well. So if you don't do anything else, sis, I want you to continue to live healed. I love you guys and I'll see you next week.